Welcome to the Gospel Truth Project Podcast. In this episode, we talk about theories, ideas, and Christianese. Enjoy. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Dylan. And we co-host this podcast together. Um, It's actually been a little bit since we recorded, uh, ashamedly. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Christmas, New Year's. You moved. I got a new job. It's all. It's yeah. It, there's a lot going on. So, right. Life happens, and then um, time flies. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. I really appreciate everybody who does chime in, listen in, download our podcast. Um, it's awesome to see we have uh, over fourteen thousand people downloading. And I don't know. I was just really ex- excited to see that people are picking up our podcast. That's really cool. Yeah, when he uh, when you texted me that, I was like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "Like, like fourteen thousand, like or one thousand fourteen. I was like, "Holy crap, that's like a lot." Really appreciate right. the 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 downloads and stuff. Like, it shows like you know, like what we're doing is actually some people people want. So, right, um, yeah. This will be uh, interesting because um, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Like, um, one, we're going to start having more special guests that come on and talk about um, other topics, uh, probably a little bit more sensitive or a little bit more um, uh, untalked about subjects. And then uh, we're actually going to do a live Bible study with a group as well, where we'll all discuss. Um, like a chapter of the Bible together and read through it. Um, so we got a couple of stuff coming up for this podcast that hopefully people will like to listen in and enjoy and get something out of it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, just the new year and the new stuff we're going to get going. It's going to be really awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I know that with it, it, it's we're in a season that's kind of interesting, in my opinion. Um, media travels fast. There's a lot more uh, stuff to consume, like media-wise. There's TikToks, there's uh, Twitter posts, there's media news-wise. There's all this different stuff coming out of the woodworks that are constant. Like, did you know? Like, you didn't know this? You didn't know this? Oh, my gosh. And it, it's it's growing, and it's becoming more evident that um, when the Bible talks about uh, false prophets coming within the end times or just later on, uh, it, you can see it more prevalent nowadays where people are like, well, that's not what the Bible really says, or that's, that, that's how you interpret the Bible. Or, you know, it's interesting, but the Bible itself is truth. And, we, and we've talked about the Bible and the authority of the Bible in a previous uh, episode. So go back and listen to it. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that, like we had talked about on our other episode about the deconstruction of the Bible and how yeah. people were just kind of, you know, well, no, I think it's this, so I can keep doing what I want to do. And yeah. No, I disagree with this. And I mean, it's sad because, you know, but it's, it's prophesied that it's going to happen. Like there's right. going to be that there's going to be, you know, uh, a perversion of the word in a sense, you know, that mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be construed the wrong way. Like people are going to be like, right. Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, you know, like what we talked about. I was like just seeing like uh, Jacob in the color, you know, Joseph. I mean, and this colorful right. that like, oh, he was part of the LGBT. It's like, uh, no, um, no, 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 he he no. And it's like <laughs> the actual Greek behind it all too is like more or less probably that he just had long sleeves, and it wasn't a work shirt, so he was seen favored because he didn't have to work. 
but you know, like all those things, like there's, there's, there's reading into the word and taking the roots of the word and there's just then perversing it to make it fit your agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Bible is truth. You do not have the truth. The Bible has the truth and um, understanding that you need to uh, change your foundation to wrap around what the Bible preaches rather than trying to adapt it to prove your foundation. So that's kind of what needs to be understood about that. And we've talked about it before. Um, this episode, however, is going to be different because I want to talk about... you haven't some... told me it what is. we're going to talk about. <laughs> you want a canon experience. <laughs> a, a, a pure Dylan response. So we'll see how that goes. We we'll might see how this goes. 14 downloads, 14,000 downloads. <laughs> this guy's a complete dummy. <laughs> So this is where it's interesting because we'll go back and forth because obviously you, you are very present with um, the youth in general, where you see a lot of like their TikToks and what they're hearing and they have questions. Um, And I said this before, I'm in a place to where a lot of people ask me questions and share stuff with me. What do you think, et cetera. So we're both in good position for this episode. And I think it's going to be interesting and we haven't done this yet. So which is I just want to make sure we're not talking about selling feet pics again, are we? No. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> nothing that intense, in I guess, is a word for it, but nothing like that. But here's okay. So here's um, here's something that I wanted to bring up. Um, so you know Genesis, right? Uh, beginning of mankind, right? That's before <clears throat> um, Exodus, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so in, in Genesis, we see the creation of the of the world. God created the heavens and the earth, etc. And um, we see that for the Garden of Eden, it's talking about uh, in chapter two, actually, verse four on is talking about um, the garden and how it was how men and women were created in the garden, etc. The one thing I wanted to bring up, because this is something interesting that someone pointed out to me and I didn't understand what they were talking about until I started looking into it a little bit more. And it's, it's something that's not foundational. So wait, you didn't understand what they were talking about. And you're hoping I will. No, oh, no, you'll... dude, this is, you know, here it goes, guys. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I'll, I'll say it this way. Uh, it's a little bit better put this way. It wasn't that I didn't understand what they were talking about. I was like, that's, that's, that's stupid. But they're like, okay, well, I mean, you can, you can tell me otherwise. I more stupid's than happy. not a nice word, Jason. It's not, but I didn't call them <laughs> stupid. Um, As I'm I was told just... all the time, I'm told that all the time by a little six-year-old. <laughs> stupid's just... not a nice word. Right, right, and uh, it's true. And I was so this is this is what what was uh, interesting. So in chapter two verse uh five and six um well actually start with four because it's just commas i'm not gonna cut it so verse four says uh these are the records of the heavens and the earth concerning their creation at the time that the lord god made the earth and the heavens no shrub of the field had yet grown on the land and no plants of the field had yet sprouted for the lord god had not made it rain on the land and there was no man to work the ground but mist would come up from the earth and water the ground. Then the Lord formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And the man became living being, right? 
Um, it talks about a little bit later, verse eight, he planted a garden in the east, um, placed a man there. Um, and then he, in verse nine, the Lord caused to grow out of the ground every tree pleasing in appearance and good for food, including the tree of life in the middle of the garden, as well as the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right? Um, talks about in verse 10 or the rivers uh actually verse 10 to verse 14 it talks about the different rivers surrounding the garden which we know as like um uh euphrates and tigris yeah and so they're talking about the rivers etc etc and you keep reading it and he doesn't you know how it, it says right there in verse eight um it talks about forming the plants and everything like that. In verse six, it said mist would come out from the earth and water all the ground. And then seven, then the Lord Fog formed man or mist mist. It, it talks about like a, water would come from the ground and water everything. And it was interesting because in verse five, it says he had not made it, made it rain on the land. And there what that's not how everything got watered. So, and immediately after saying that he that it had Lord had not made it rain, like um, it says uh, in verse five, Lord God had not made it rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. And then immediately in seven, it says the Lord formed man out of the dust of ground, but it doesn't go on to explain that the rain started. It literally just talks about that the well, did it, water. Did it- did rain start then? Because I I'm under the conception that some biblical scholars say that the first time we had rain was with Noah. Correct. That's what I was getting at. Oh, okay. Before... I just I was just trying to figure out where you're going with it. <laughs> so the interesting thing is is that a lot of scholars who read about this and study this say that it's important that the Bible notes that in uh, Genesis chapter 7, verse um, 11 through 13. Uh, it says, uh, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month on the 17th day of that month, very specific as it always is. On that day, all sources of the vast watery depths burst open. So let's talk about all the water under the world. The floodgates of the sky Wait, were under the open. sea? Like in under uh, underground, so like the you know how a lot of times this is where it kind of mixes with a lot of mythology stuff that people talk about is where you know the journey to the center of the uh, the earth or whatever you see movies and books yes. talking about there's more water underneath there's other life down there. Um, even recently, scientists have been saying like, hey, we found a lot of water and there could be life down there that we didn't know about or whatever, right? The idea here is that all the water from underneath came up, flooded the whole world, and the floodgates of the sky were opened, which is in verse 11, um, and is referenced many times in uh, other Bible verses like 2 Kings 7.19, Psalm 78.23. Um, and then the rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, <laughs> which... Can you... Imagine once the water and everything started coming from the sky and the ground, how freaked out people could have been if this is truly the beginning of what rain was. I'm just, well, I don't just, I'm just like, just thinking about like the rain we just had, you right. know, 
you know, there's flooding. It's all crazy. People are freaking out. Like, people were coming in and calling Lowe's, like, 11 times before, it, you know, it hit, like, you know, half an hour of me being there. Is there any sandbags? Do we have sandbags? <laughs> right. It's like, people are getting gutter systems, roofing and everything. And it's like, you know, people are freaking out. Like, I actually, this, uh, the bridge, you know, going to Santa, it, uh, I had to wait almost 15 minutes to get across it because mm-hmm. people were, were evacuating the homeless that live underneath the bridge. And people were right. sitting there in traffic and watching. I'm like, going, oh, I'm like, okay, help them. But you don't have to watch them. On, you're driving on the road, on the, in the freeway. Like, mm-hmm. let's move. But it's people don't know how to react. Like, here in California, we get all that rain. Right. Or maybe not, you know, in our part, the central part, but like, you know, up north, they get plenty of rain. Right. And they're used you, to it. You guys have more coming. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I know. That's what I've been told. Right. So uh, even even looking at that, where floods happen a lot of times when it, it pours out and they call it like atmospheric rivers and stuff like that, like where the water's up there for a while and then it just low pressure system comes in and just pushes it and it just pours rain a lot a lot a lot of rain and um it's in it's insane but like this is where they're called atmospheric rivers and we can see that these are something that can happen and when you look back at noah's day in genesis and the creation it wasn't talking about rain happening yet and but instead it explained rain hasn't happened and man hasn't happened, but man did happen, but water, it was being watered by mist coming from the ground and watering the plants like that because it was being controlled like that. And then all of a sudden with Noah, you see atmospheric rivers and rain just pour down and all the water from underneath the ground comes up, floods the whole earth and goes and recedes back. Right. And it's just, it, that part was what I was like, that's an interesting, like, I, I never thought of it that way. I never thought about, it never rained until Adam, or until Noah's flood, and then that could be the first time rain was recorded, and first time rain even happened. I don't know. Yeah, what, like, that's, I mean, I, I, I've heard something like that, and I've also heard them talking of, because, you know, the, the creation of the behemoth and the leviathan, um, I know, I know of it, and obviously, again, I will preface everything that we're saying for this episode of the podcast is that these are not things that are no, we don't like, know, we don't know it to they, be true. It's just it's they, theory, right? And they don't determine your salvation. They're not salvation level no, issues. No, <laughs> this but is I've us heard, talking about this I, stuff. I've heard theories of because uh, the the what is it? What is it? The water one. Uh, well, there's behemoth, which behemoth was is of the land, right? Of the land, of the land, right? It's described in uh, Job forty fifteen through twenty four, if I remember correctly. Um, and then there's uh, Leviathan, which was in yeah, the that, Bible as well. That's what it is, and that's of water. And so, some people are saying that you know they found the underwater, and there's ice caps and stuff like thing that maybe God in order to get rid of, you know, because God had, you know, had to take him off or whatever. I forget the, what it was. 
you know, uh, Isaiah twenty-seven one, where it says that um, Leviathan is a serpent and a symbol of Israel's enemies who will be slain by God, kind of thing. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, I'm yeah. Slain. And I, I forget, but I think they're saying maybe that's where uh, God is stored because they're supposed to come back at the end of time. Well, the creatures they say, and that, like, maybe that's like where he's stored, and it was just all you know theory, right? Um, Leviathan is first brought up in um, Psalms, if I remember correctly. It was like Psalm 74, 14, if I remember. Uh, it's because it talks about you crushed the head of Leviathan, you fed him to the creatures of the desert. Um, most of the time, any of that stuff, the beast-wise, was referred to in uh, Psalms in that sense. Um, uh, Revelations, dude, we should do... I, I, I know this is a little off-topic, but we should do a whole episode dedicated to um, revelations and end time stuff. Just because, I mean, I, I definitely studied that side of things a lot more than anything else for sure. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely an expert. I are, you know, definitely educated in those, uh, in that aspect. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. So that's like one thing where it talks about in the Bible to not, you know, worry yourself about that kind of stuff. But for me, it's not worry or stress. It's more like this is exciting because it's kind of unfolding before my very eyes. <laughs> that's part I enjoy. Yeah. You know? No, I know because you'll uh you know, you hit me up like like Dylan, it's happening again. And I'm like, it's happening. What part? I'm, like, I'm like, what part now? And you're like, this part right here. Right. Which is like, I'm like, here we go again. Okay. Where are we at now? All right. <laughs> um, oh. So, yeah. So, yeah. What other, um, like, so I think the premise of this episode was literally to talk about random things like that that just made you be like, huh, I didn't. Think of it like that. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, I don't know if I shared. Did I share with you? Or did I share in the last podcast that we did? Um, Jesus on the cross. When he says, my father, why have you forsaken me? Uh-huh. Did I talk to you about that? I don't know if you did. I We're feel like it sounds familiar. Like he was quoting the, the psalm. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. It was to the Pharisees, because like that, I, I just, I've been thinking about that, I've been caught up on that, I'm like, man, how crazy is that? Jesus is literally on the cross dying, and he, and he basically is like, quoting a song. Mm-hmm. So that, like, people are, and it's the song of the fulfillment of what Christ will come and do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what a slap in the face, like, to the Pharisees and, and the Sadducees are like, we know the law. You're wrong. We're going to have you killed. And it's like, booyah. I'm going to quote this right here. Mm-hmm. And everything you're doing, you just fulfill the prophecy. It's like, mm-hmm. snap. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. They said that exact, those exact words, but. Right, right. <laughs> um, it's just crazy. Um, and just, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say about that. That's why I've been, I've been just really caught up on that, uh, that in particular. 
Yeah, um, no, I hear you. Um, there was another one I was talking to someone about because they're like, well, is this true or is this not true? And um, it was talking about like how, um, what's it called? <laughs> Shoot. Uh, there, there's this, there was this medium article. I don't know if you've ever been on that. It's like medium.com where people can write articles. Like anybody can write an article, create their own page, start writing stuff. And there was, I guess there was a medium article talking about like different, um, things in the Bible that most people don't acknowledge because it shakes, shakes like their core belief and stuff. Um, like one of them was, um, What's it called? Uh, a lot of times in the Bible, um, people or the Bible, Old Testament wise, refer to God as being um, that of like uh, blue, refer to sky, ocean, or water, living water. Um, they say, like, I think it was in uh, Numbers 15 talking about like uh that a sapphire stuff like that and it was just something funny because they're like yeah that's why all these other religions that came off of christianity like or mocked christianity had blue deities like blue hindu gods or blue buddhists or blue genies that were demigods and stuff like that is because they took that ideology of god looking blue and just made it their own thing <laughs> i was like i didn't i didn't know that but now it makes a lot more sense why there's a lot of like old school like even some egyptian gods were known to be like very blue and they just took the old religion of god and who god is and took those little things of like saying that he's like that of the sky or like that of a sapphire or that of a blue lily and stuff like that. It's like, oh, he's a blue god, so we're gonna make a religion off of blue god. <laughs> and I just thought that was interesting. I didn't I didn't know that, but now I'm connecting pieces. I can be like, hey, you believe in that god, you know where that came from, and, and kind of like connect the dots kind of thing. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's I've never heard that. And when you say that, that, that actually is that's pretty interesting that you, you know, that how that correlates with blue and how the, of the sky and the sapphire and the other gods basically idolizing the one true God in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I had not heard of that before. That's man. <laughs> I'm kind of like going like, Whoa. Okay. I thought that was that's interesting. A, a trip. Because, yeah. Cause, trip. uh, like so i've been studying apologetics which if anybody listening doesn't know what that is apologetics is not apologizing for anything it's where he no it's where <laughs> only he apologizes only he <laughs> no apologetics is uh comes from the word apologia which means to defend in court or to uh defend in a court setting um so the idea of apologetics is to study the bible so that you have um, a valid defense to dis, uh, discuss with people. So if, you know, if someone came up to me, and was like, how do you know Jesus loves someone? Oh, because he himself said, I bring up verses. And I'm like, then those verses were historically accurate transcripts of what happened during that time frame. Right. So um, that's kind of the idea of apologetics is to have a good um, foundation 
to discuss with people. So I've been studying apologetics of uh, the Christian faith and a biblical foundation. And um, it's been interesting because a lot of the times I'll realize that when, when I'm talking to other people about who God is, and I'm sure you get this too, um, we tend to use words that this is another one of those things, Christianese words. No, that never <laughs> you know, happens at you know all. Never, about, never right? use Christianese. Nope. No, but that's something actually I do as a, as a youth pastor. I'll let the kids, I'll tell the kids, like, I'm like, okay, how you're describing that, that's really, you're doing a good job, but can you use it with, now describe the same thing you just said without Christianese. Right. And I say and I say like try to describe it if though we're here and we're all new Christians are we don't know Christ. How would you explain this to a friend that doesn't know? And sometimes right. it's like and it's like that's not easy to do. Like there's sometimes it's like, but no, like the way I say this is only works that way. Right. Like and <laughs> I'm like I'm like, I know it's not easy. This is this is but, what I wanted to bring up. Uh, but I think it's important though for us to do to try when talking to practice not always using Christianese because there's times where you need to you know tell somebody about God or about your faith. You mm-hmm. can't be like you know I was really led by the Spirit to come talk to you. It's like who the hell led you? Like yeah, right. <laughs> the Spirit? Are you on drugs? Are you on right. drugs? What's wrong with you? It's like. Oh no, I just I had a feeling that I should talk to you um about you know Christ. And like do you have a relationship with Jesus? Like like I feel like I was supposed to talk to right. you. Cuz if you go up, you know, some people might be really taken back with that. Like, what? Holy spirit, what the hell are you talking about? Man? You're a weirdo. Get away from me. I don't want no. <laughs> whatever you're selling, I don't want it. Right. The, the, it works this a little is... too well. No, exactly. This is what I wanted to bring up because in apologetic studies, I learned that there's a lot of words that we as Christians or those who believe in Christ and follow Christ use that those terms are confusing for other people. Um, So I wanted to also step from what we were talking about before of just kind of like different theories and different ideas that we've heard and seen and then kind of go into this where it's like, What's some Christianese stuff that you've you you've seen? Like I, right off the bat, the quiet time. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> when quiet a time? says quiet time, quiet time. That That's is a like, Christianese term. <laughs> I need time for some prayer. Right. I need some quiet time. You know. Yeah, no, that's definitely it's like what do you mean quiet time? Like I mean, people is I guess it, people say alone time, like that's the right. thing needs some alone you, time, but it's like do you, do you, is it like a quiet time? time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically Right. Or um another one popular one is hedge of protection. Oh, How I'm much... guilty. I I use that one all the time. I'm like that's... and Lord put hedge of protection around is like, you know, my day and has protection around, you know, just this whole situation, Lord. And I'm like, all the time. All right, that's that's my go to. Can I have a bulletproof glass, please? <laughs> like, basically, yeah. You, you're right. You, you know, like, uh, so I know that the hedge uh, came from, like, what was it, Job, Job 110, when it talks about it. Um, 
where it says, like, have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You've blessed the work of his hands. I know it talks about that. Um, there there was uh, Isaiah 5 talks about, like, remove the hedge. Like, a hedge is very something in the Bible, very, like foundation very, stuff. Very hedgy. Yeah. Very hedgy, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you like see the it hedgy, a lot. The hedgy is hog. The hedgehog. Yes. Right, yeah, of course. Hedgehogs is where it comes down to. I don't, I don't know to. what I'm saying right there. I don't know. So you see Christians in, or anything. <laughs> so you see in the Bible where it talks about hedge of protection, like or it talks about hedge, like tear down the hedge and let something bad happen. And then we come in and like we're gonna pray for a hedge of protection around this person. And it's just kind of funny because anybody outside of the Christian faith hears hedge of protection, their immediate thought is like hedge, like bushes, like why not a like, that's Christianese, right? Um, traveling mercies. I heard this one re- recently. Like, oh, he, like he blessed me with his traveling mercies. Have you heard of heard that when like in church and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling mercies all the time. I like I pray for that. I pray for travel mercy over this. Nobody outside the church knows what that is. <laughs> it's like if someone new comes to the church and someone was like coming back from a missions trip and said, like, he blessed me with his traveling mercies, that person's like, he what? Like, what does that entail? What what, what does that mean? <laughs> or I pray for traveling mercies on you. It's, it's like it, it's not a term that people use outside the church. Right, but yeah, no. I was just I was muted. I forgot to mute myself. No, <laughs> that's true though. I I totally said that to people like, oh, you know, hey, uh, praying for travel mercy for you. And, right, and I pretty I'm pretty sure I've said to people who you know were like, oh, we're going on a big trip. Oh, I'll pray for travel mercy. It's like, and not you know not really thinking that that is a total church term. Like it is. It's, they, it's tr- they had no idea what I was saying. I probably was like a crazy person. Right. They're just like, wow, I need mercy for my travel. Right. Like, well, just, just tell them. Safe- mercy. Right. It's like, it, it's it. easier to explain it to like non-Christians. You just say like, safe trip, like safe travels, like God bless you and your travel. Yeah. Something simple yeah. like that. But we use these terms that are, so to speak, Christianese. Um, uh, another one, washed by blood. <laughs> you know how culty that sounds oh, to someone on the outside. Yeah. So this is the blood of Christ. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> right. You're watching the blood. Who's yeah, what? God? What? When? Or saved by the blood of the lamb? People start thinking like that's that sounds culty, like killing, slaughtering the lamb, or something like that. And that was kind of like some of the lessons I was learning in apologetics was using terms that make sense outside of the church. <laughs> like Jesus died for your sins rather than saying you're washed by the blood. Cause that's such a Christian terminology, understanding what that means. You know what that means, but outside it's the church, like, Oh, happy day. My sins are washed away. Oh, right. Happy you say that, day. Right. Happy you say, day. I freaking that. love that song. It's a good song. It's a really good song. Remember you doing that flag worship at Vineyard? Yeah, that was a while ago. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, this I found. This the, oh, by just, the way, just so you know, this is totally off subject. Okay. But I found the flags at the church. <laughs> I was so happy, and I was like, "What are these doing here?" They're like, "Oh no, we don't use those anymore." I'm like, "Why not?" They're like, "It's a distraction." I'm like, oh. "I'm like, especially if I was doing it, I can see it being a distraction." Yeah, I agree with yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. But I, um, but I really wanted it. I really wanted it. It's upsetting. Yeah. So uh, another one that it was talking about was uh, um, don't use words like the Christianese term "lay hands on," because. <laughs> You, nowadays culturally if you're like oh I'm going to lay some hands on that person or don't lay a hand on her that kind of terminology is more aggressive but inside a church lay hands on them just means I'm going to put my hand on you pray for you right but you have to be an insider to know that like you have to be someone that's seen that language used as that way rather than someone that's like outside of that realm and just hears you say lay hands on them they're like uh this is a little violent, but okay. Like, oh, okay. Like, like what's I, going I on? get that because it's like, you know, how many times you're like, do you mind if we lay hands on you? But it's like in the like, most kind and loving way. Mm-hmm. But you do that like on the street, like, do you mind if we lay hands on you? It's like, do you, you want to go right now? Like, like all right, let's do you go. Go to war? <laughs> you ready to go to war, Bulake? Like, oh my gosh. Stuff like that. It's, it's, it's you know, well, we are in this world, and that's part of it too. Is, you know, mm-hmm. as Christians, we're called to be set apart, and I think that's why you know we have terms that don't make sense, right? Right. To uh, those who don't believe, right? So, like, uh, <laughs> there's a couple like that where, if you start studying like anything on the lines of apologetics, there's a couple good books out there, like On Guard, How Not to Read the Bible, um, stuff. There's a couple of them out Wait, there. Wait, really How like. Not to Read the Bible? No, read the Bible. How not to read it though, like understanding how to correct. I know how it. not to read. I know how not to read it. Just leave it on the shelf, like. You know. Right. There's some really good books out there that teach people how to communicate these things. Because, um, what was it? There's a. I remember. Um, I'm going to this new church, and one person they're like, "Oh, I'm new to this church, whatever," and um, I'm new to that church too. And I heard one of their friends come up to him and say, like, hey, can you something, something? And all I heard in reply was, that's not my spiritual gifting. And it made me laugh because that's literally just like, translating what? to that's translating nah, to find I don't someone want to. else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, like, we don't like sorry, we can't help you in this department. I don't want I to. Only, I I like to I like, that's like the same way of getting like that's like a Christian friend zone right there. Right. <laughs> Sorry, that's not my spiritual gifting. No, that's not true because spiritual, uh, you know, Christian friend zoning is, I see as a brother in Christ. That's Christian right. friend zoning. That's right. more like an excuse, like, ah, you know, like, I would, but I'm really busy right now. Right. Like, right. that would just, like, mm, you know, that's just not my spiritual gift. Right. What? Yeah. No, you, you oh, have. Okay. I, what happened to Philippians? I can do all things through Christ. Hmm? Hmm? Know, there's that reminds me I of the mean, one that you hear me, says like tell me where to go. <laughs> there's no, another one. No. Like I don't feel led. You know what? The, oh, <laughs> like, I don't feel the spirit leading me. Well, maybe you should pray a little bit more. Maybe you should read a little bit more. Because everybody else feels the Lord is leading you this way, but I don't feel he's leading the heart. Like really? Because. 85-year-old grandma who's been praying every single day for this, she says, yes. English translation is can't make me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm as stubborn as a mule. I don't think I'm led here. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just, there's a lot of Christianity.
is used and said to Christian church that don't make sense and don't help talking to people outside the church. Um, it, it, it's, it's funny, but like, um, oh gosh. Yeah. There's a lot. Uh, there's like the, the common one you'll hear a lot. I'll be praying for you. Right. And then sadly, <laughs> yeah, I'll be praying for you. Yeah, like I really don't want to talk about it like right now and have you help you deal with it, but I'll be praying for you. There's an outside chance I'll remember this conversation later today. <laughs> like for real though, like that is such a real thing. It's like oh, like oh, I really gotta get go. I'll be praying for you. It's like I'll no, for you. If pray you really for him now. It, pray right now. Exactly. Right, right. and then I uh, know, like, like 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 basically, I gotta go. I really like right. I, I want to, but I just don't have the patience to do with it right now. Right. It's actually the whole thing of like walking the walk rather than just talking the talk. Like if you if you believe in Christ and someone's struggling having he's like, Can you pray for us? It's like, yeah, I'll make sure to keep you in my prayer. Frick, like pick up the phone if it's a text thing or if it's in person, just be like, Hey, can I pray for you now? Like, are you free now? I'll call you or I'll like I'll pray for you now. Because it sounds you like have you done need it that. now. <laughs> yes, we, we've exactly. done that. Like <laughs> we've we both done that. <laughs> I'm like you're like I need prayer. I'm like, Jason, <laughs> right? Like this is <laughs> right. There's been times too. I'm like I'm really having a hard time, Jason. You're like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. You are able to call I'm like no, and right. you know I'm being stubborn. Like no, I don't. No, I'm not available. You're like yes, you are. You're still liar. It's your day off. Yeah, and they call me, and I'm like, okay, fine. There was a um, right. There was um, I was I, I I watch a lot of church live streams and um, checking out different churches in the area too because I like to see what other churches are doing. I uh, really feel connected when I see the full body of Christ in an area working. So I just want to all of them to grow together and body of Christ and not separate, etc. So one of the churches, I didn't know it was a mega church until I saw the, it backed up from the pastor and showed the whole church and it's a mega church. It's like a three tiered dome mega church <laughs> and three tier. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a big church and it's not far <laughs> from me either. And um, that's crazy. He, now this term is, you can be used in a wrong way. And I've seen pastors use it wrongly and I've seen pastors use it correctly. But when at the end of their sermon and stuff like that, they say, let us pray, right? That right there is Christianese. And it could either mean let's pray and bless the rest of the day and the week, or it can mean I'm going to pretend to talk to God now, but I'm preaching at you. <laughs> like it could mean either or. <laughs> Dang, I'm, I think I've used that once or twice. I'm not going to lie. Like you know, like the like, pastor would us, get up there. Yeah, like let us pray, and the, like commission, or they say like let let us pray and commission the saints out, stuff like that. Like I, I've I've heard that they call imagine? it a, commi- a commissioning for the week. Right. It, it, well, think of it this way too. Let's, let's think of it this way. Like if you're up there preaching a word, let's say about um about getting up off the couch and doing something that week, right? And you're like, let us pray. Father, I pray that every single person here gets off that couch and actually does something with their day. They actually go preach to people. I pray that you just lead them into this, that, you know, that 
you know, my message, the, the message of the word that we brought today will reign true in their lives. And you start preaching like that. You're preaching at them. There's a difference when you're praying and say, let us pray. And you're like, Father, thank you that we get to read freely, get to experience you freely. I pray that today that your Holy Spirit was here, that you are welcome here with us. And I pray throughout this week that we experience you and help. you can help us guide our lives throughout this week, right? That's the difference of the prayer is are you preaching at them technically, like just what you reiterating your what you taught or yeah. are you praying to God saying like, Oh well, yeah, you. it's kind of, it's kind of a mindset. <laughs> like, are you, yeah. are you really just trying to drive it home and, you know, push what your teaching was? Right. And that's, that's the issue. It's like, that's right. There is also uh Christianese and it's like, <sighs> I see it a lot. Um, yeah. I feel like that's like, it's a common thing that, I don't know if you're really taught that or just it's something that you've seen. So people just do mm-hmm. it. There's, there's also, um, Oh, I remember one that I used to have at, I'm not going to name church names, but there was a church I went to for a long time. And, um, uh, this would happen. This, the prayer concerns. I don't know if you've heard this before. Oh, I, I just like get in a group and like, Hey, I have prayer concerns about blank. They are doing blank. And I don't think it's, and I try to confront them. They they didn't want to hear it. So I just want to lift prayer concerns for them. Right? Have you heard that? Like that kind of uh, uh, talk? Not too much, no. But no, yes. not often. Like, it's not it often that you see this. Right. That's like gossip, right? It's basically prayer concerns. I have juicy gossip. This person's doing this, and I'm telling you their stuff so you can hear it too. But let's pray about it because that makes it better why I'm telling you gossip. <laughs> like there's stuff like that where it's like those are not healthy things. There's right way of doing stuff and wrong way. Like if I'm like, hey, my prayer concern for my group, I I can go up to him, but like, hey, my prayer concern is a friend of mine. He's going through some stuff. I just can we just lift him up in prayer? That's great. But if you're going there and be like, Hey, I have prayer concerns about my friend. This guy, he, uh, like Dylan, I, you know, Dylan, he's, uh, you know, he's just been drinking way too much and, uh, you know, he gets drunk all the time. He wakes up who knows where I just have prayer concerns. Let's just pray for him too. Like that's the wrong way of doing stuff. Right. So, yeah, no, like that's a hundred percent, like the wrong way of doing it because God knows who you're trying to pray for. So like, honestly, you just, you know, God knows you don't need to bring other people into it. Unless it's like an issue, you know? Yep. Yep. So that's kind of the big thing there is that I think what I wanted to kind of throw around in here with the Christian stuff is that there's a lot of words and verbiage that we as Christians use that don't aren't really good to use and don't help anybody outside of the church and sometimes not in the church, but mostly doesn't help anybody outside the church trying to come in or just ask questions and trying to get answers. And can you imagine someone's like, uh, you know, someone comes up to you and say, well, so why does sin exist? And then you stand there and you're Christianese and you're like, Hmm, well, if it's God's will <laughs> or 
Yeah, I, God works in mysterious yeah. ways. Like, yeah, well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. It's good. It's the Lord's will. It's higher than understanding. You know, we had to just, you know, all you should do is just pray on it. Right. But this is where equipping yourself. What is sin? We've talked about what is sin, which is nice. Yeah. Um, it's anything that is not, that takes away from the glory of God. Anything that is, yeah. you know, it's it's then, that idea. If someone has questions, be ready to answer those questions rather than give them Christianese words to make them yeah. more confused. <laughs> well, you know, one of the main issues is is that, that my yawn um, that I had to cut <laughs> off. But one of the main issues is that it's it's. It's just the can the heart of people. I think it comes down to with the majority of all of this stuff is why mm-hmm. are you praying? Why do you you know? Why do you do the things you do? I I got you know? one a little bit above that. Okay. I think it comes down to if you actually received the Holy Spirit or not. Ooh, well, hold on. I said if you have Jesus, right? If, so this is where the right, kinda... right. Did I, did I say that Jesus, right? If you have Jesus, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, Trinity, right. three in one. So therefore, correct, I'm also correct. right. Awesome. Yes, but no. <laughs> if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right, as the Bible says, you are gifted the Holy Spirit as a sign that you are saved. And if you don't know what the spirit looks like, you go to Galatians five and it says, if, if your life and everything around your life looks like this, then you don't have the spirit yet. You're not saved. If you life shows this and the fruits of your life show this and everybody around you is experiencing this because of your life, then you are saved because you, you have the Holy spirit. So that's something that I think a lot of people forget is that it's not even just about your heart because obviously the Bible talks about, you know, your, your heart can be deceiving. <clears throat> what? So are you telling me that I'm not perfect and I shouldn't just listen to my body and myself when I want to do because uh, I'm not right. Right. Jeremiah 17, nine, the heart is deceitful above all things, just desperately sick. Who can understand it? <laughs> I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> Wait, Jeremiah, that guy, the guy, the prophet that was a bullfrog, right? Bullfrog. Oh my gosh. He was a good friend of mine. Yeah. Never yes. understood a word he said, but he had mighty fine wine. Oh gosh. But yeah, Jeremiah 17, nine, fantastic example of that. Um, uh, I know that the heart reflects, right? That of a man. I think it's Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen, as in the water face face reflects face. Uh, so the heart of man reflects the man, and that's why you see stuff in like Ezekiel thirty-six, where it says like God comes in and says, "I'll replace that heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh." Uh, Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six. I'll give you a new heart, new spirit. I'll put in you. I remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And it's that idea of re it's not even your heart. That's the whole idea of rebirth is that accepting Christ, you are gifted the Holy spirit. The Holy spirit changes your heart, renews your heart. And then the Holy spirit guides you and fulfills your life in those ways, um, which you can read up in Galatians five about. 
Um, that's that's kind of where the topic was headed at that point. <laughs> I I think you're still muted. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I you know half the time I'm muted. And I don't even remember it. I mean, what? Um, but yeah, you know, I think the whole, like you said, the Holy Spirit is just it's key because I feel like the that's what really leads you in a sense. And, you know, the spiritual gifts and everything come from the Holy spirit and all like, mm. you know, it's just, it's, you can, like you said, it's, it's basically like, it's like the armors, the weaponry, I think, you know, for mm. us Christians that that's, that's what we need to go out there with is with the Holy spirit and be equipped and ready to go. Yeah, Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, where we do not know what to pray for, what as we ought, but the Spirit itself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Uh, Galatians five twenty two to twenty three talks about what the fruits of the spirits are, and if you don't know what fruits are, it's like the fruit of your labor. That's a very common term inside and outside of Christian um, ideology. Is it's the fruit of the spirit, and it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um, and if those things, if you're not reflecting those things, then you do not have Christ within you. That's how intense that is. So when you see, like on media and TV and news, like Christians standing there um, with signs shouting and condemning and violent in the their words towards people that is nothing of the holy spirit uh, absolutely not which means that they are not truly saved which is scary because they think they are <laughs> you know yeah i mean i think that's the biggest thing is people thinking they're saved when they're really not right like that like you said, unless you're reflecting the fruits of the spirit, I mean, but like nobody's perfect either. Correct, but there's a difference and between living everyday trying, life and falling short yeah. and repenting, and still having good fruit. Yeah, like I mean, like I know with sometimes there's patience where I fall short. Sure. Like, but who doesn't have it? You know, patience is, I think, one of the hardest. Self control can be hard. There's a lot of things like that. Right. A lot of this, though, it, when you see when it talks about this, this is talking about the fruit, right? The the things around your life. So yeah. let's, you know, if everybody around you is like, oh, yeah, Dylan, you know, he's he's pretty fun. He's patient. He's most of the time patient. He shows kindness. He's very faithful. He's very control self-control. He has good self-control. If they generally say that for that is a like fruits of the spirit showing but they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, he might seem nice, but, man, he is a train wreck. He doesn't yeah. really have any patience. He's just a ticking time bomb. All that kind of stuff comes up, and people are like, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, that's the proof. No. A lot of it, too, is, you know, the best example is of what your fruit and what people that truly know you the best, you know. Like, if I were to ask your wife, is Jason patient? Is he, you know... I think the people that you're closest with, you know, mm-hmm. that is hands down the probably the b- biggest tell. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if you if now if you were to ask, you know, ask like my parents or my siblings, like, oh, what, you know, where does it fall short? You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, this, this, and that. They know. 
Right. And I think I, that's like the truest, because your, your truest self is with the ones that you love. Right. And I, and I, too. I think so too, because you're most comfortable. And the issue that we see or that I've seen before is that there's a lack there of pursuing Christ in the comfort of your significant people, like the people that are significant in your life. Right. And um, you see it in James three seventeen. where it says the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, good fruits, impartial and, and sincere. And you can see that that kind of stuff for fruits is where um, you experience everybody that experienced that kind of stuff from you. It means you're on the right track. Now, I, and I'll challenge you on this too, because this is a challenge for me as well. If okay. your life around you doesn't reflect the fruits of the spirit, my question will be, did you repent of your last sins? When's the last time you actually sat down for quiet time like we <laughs> we talked about before Ooh. and when's the last time that you sat there and prayed and just had your one-on-one time with god and meditated on this word because that's, Ooh, that's the issue that's, i feel like lately too that's been like you know we've both been busy moving around and doing all this stuff and i think that's you know thinking about that like i need to work on that like i had to get back in the in the you know flow and then that's why the fruits of the Spirit do not show. That's why you start the struggle. Because the fruits of the Spirit, when the Bible comes out, obviously we will fall short. That's easy. That is just sin in general. That will happen. But when it comes to the fruit of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit itself, we are to, it, it's there to help us in our weakness, Romans eight twenty six, And we are to, when we start to see those fruits disappear in our life, five, Galatians five twenty two to 23, that means we need to start going back and study and read the Bible to connect with God because that means that we're starting to stray. That means that I bet you anything, that means that there's been sin recently or there's been something that's caused you the fall and it's pulling you away from doing the extra steps to make sure that you're in the Bible because you know that it will it'll call you out. <laughs> and that's something that I notice with Christians who read a lot or are in a position of maybe authority or who like the Bible and study it a lot more is that when stuff like this happens where they start to reflect the wrong fruits and wrong fruits are starting to show and they're just like, oh, it's just it's just sin. I fall short. Okay, when's the last time you got in the Bible? When's the last time you had your one-on-one? When's the last time you sat down and studied for yourself rather than for someone else's teaching or for a different reason outside of you wanting to learn more. Um, that's the whole point Dang. of Second <laughs> Timothy three sixteen seventeen. You know, it's just study the Bible. Um, Joshua one eight book law the Bible does not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. If you do not have time to set aside before you wake. Or like before you go to work and get up for the day or afterwards, then you need to work on your time management because you're doing it backwards. <laughs> and that's what causes yeah. you to fail. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, you think about that type of stuff. Like that's a huge, I feel like those who are, you know, like myself and 
in ministry roles because in leadership, you know, you're constantly prepping lessons and doing stuff like that in the meetings. Right. But how much of it are you actually spending time for yourself? Like right. I just think like, like last week, I set up a mm-hmm. whole lesson, but did I really spend any time for myself? Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like a lot of the time too, though, when I'm doing that, it is very much God will have it set up where it's actually something for for me as well. Probably because you need I, more time with him on your own. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I'm like, holy guys, I'm starting to go through Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just we just went week one was last week, mm-hmm. and I asked the kids, you know, what do you know about Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, and no, you cannot put he was a bullfrog. <laughs> that is not an answer, you know. And one one kid, she's a she's a PK. Mm-hmm. Um, she really didn't know anything either, but she put um, prophet in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Child of God, mm-hmm. and like you know, just enough where it was like, yeah, I mean, sure, you're, you're generically telling any character from the Bible, right? <laughs> and she put like was not a bullfrog. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I That's gave him a brief, a, brief, a brief summary, but it's like you know, and I I feel like because you know those times where you teach him and i was saying like i was telling the kid like you know i feel like i teach and mm-hmm. you know maybe you know it feels like you know i like i talk to people like at work i'm like and i feel people like you know i'm not talking to them but they don't you know nothing's clicking nothing makes sense and nobody's really you know going to come to the lord before i'm doing mm-hmm. it's you know, um... and i said maybe like you guys I feel the majority of you guys like is all like 14 of them like like you guys already have no god i'm right. like that's great but we need to bring friends that we don't know. right I'm like and that's just you know that's some the things you know that you think about like it's not about numbers ever but it's like i love to reach out i'm like it's not about i told them it's not about the numbers it's about reaching those who aren't reached and you think right. i think um, it's um Psalms 119.11, where it said, Your word I have treasured and stored in my heart that I may not sin against you. And I think that's that's very good way to put it, is that, you know, it's not just read the Bible, get a teaching from it, especially in a leadership position. Um, it's not just read the Bible, bring a teaching, but it's you yourself and my me myself treasured the word of god like uh, uh, and like in psalms it talks about a lot like your words a lamp unto my feet etc and we are to treasure it not let it leave our 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 mouth day and night to study it over and over and over again with ourselves, not and, and with others too, but in the sense of like not just to teach, but to also learn. And that's where I think a lot of times someone like me being a pastor's kid and you being in ministry, that might escape us sometimes where we have to do it to teach ourselves and learn, not just to teach others, but to learn so we can grow too. 
But uh, yeah, I, it, this has been a little bit random of a recording today. Yeah, but I think it's been good, beneficial. <laughs> I I am going to s- slow down this and call it good here because okay. yeah, it's it's been about an hour and um we 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 will start recording again and organizing it again and starting yeah. back up. <laughs> I know we said that last time and we didn't come out with another one for almost a month, but you know, movie was... life life changes, you know, big things happening, but now we're back in the flow um, and just getting everything back where we need it to be. So I, I would consider us back in the flow. If we can get a second one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we are talking like, about right. doing that, that uh, Bible study as well. Yeah. That we're working with the people that we uh, are wanting to uh, work that out with and uh, yep. we'll make that happen. Um, yep. Which might be the next episode you guys see, or it may not. We don't know yet. So, yeah, that's the it's it's hard to work out when you have a whole bunch of people. But then again, it's a Bible study, so they should be like, "Oh yeah, we're free, right?" Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we know how hard it can be just with just two people. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I think we're good to end it there. It's been pretty uh, awesome, and we'll probably be uh, updating our Twitter to talk about what's the next parts and make sure to follow us on our um, yep. our links. If you go to our Twitter, which is GTP podcast, um, you can see that there's a link there. Now the link there will take you to all of our different podcast outlets. And on top of that, if you want to help us outgrow the podcast as well, there is also a thing at the bottom that says um, donate, and that is to donate directly to um, our whole work that we're doing. And the cool yeah. thing about donating to or Gospel GTP, sorry, I always forget, it's Podcast GTP, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> Donating to the Podcast GTP, a portion of that does go to uh, charities as well. And this also does help us get our word out more and our um, podcast out there more so we can actually start sharing the gospel more and the words more and yeah, um, yeah and it goes look, to actual charities not like these that we've been hearing about with all this other charity stuff where you know if every dollar they get they keep 95% of it and give five to the actual thing yep yeah, exactly like, exactly going to where you you know where it's supposed to go or not mm-hmm. you know we're not receiving, you know, money, like anything like that is actually going to help out, you know, help out what it's going to help out. Yep. Exactly. Just want to let everybody know that. Cause I've been hearing a lot of stuff about that as like, I don't know if you have. Oh, yeah. These. yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's upsetting to me. Cause I'm like, well, no, it's supposed to help with cancer. And it's like, right. what, do you mean, what do you mean? You're taking most of the money. Right, exactly. Um, so, as, you know, as their father battling cancer, it's like, whoa, no, that yeah, should go to him, uh, not to you. But yep. yeah, so yeah, if you could, you guys, just go there, um, click on our link, check us out. Um, you know, every every penny helps. Uh, just mm-hmm. to help the word, and that's all we really want to do. Yep. Uh, 
Yep. So they're calling our on our on our hearts. There's more Christian news for you guys right there. <laughs> we'll we'll actually start to uh, publish more frequently and add more. The last time we published was on December second, twenty twenty two. So this would be episode eight. So um, I think I think uh, next next episode I have an idea, but. We'll you see. gotta be patient. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, everybody. Hope you have a good one. Yep. See you on the flippity flop. See y'all next time. <laughs>